Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Tuesday, September 8th. I'm your host Simran Sandhu and I'm excited to have you join us on today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by Up by Media. And as we get started, I hope everyone had a great Labor Day weekend and had some time to relax and recharge as we head into another busy week. First off, we've got an update on who may have been fueling the recent rally for tech stocks. Our friends over at SoftBank decided that it was time to either go big or go home as they placed a $50 billion investment into stock options for individual tech stocks. This means that if the market performs well, SoftBank will make a huge return or they will lose a significant down payment if tech share prices decreased as they did last week. Now, investors didn't appreciate SoftBank's appetite for risk at this scale, and now shares for the Japanese investment conglomerate have fallen by roughly 7%. Many experts have stated that this was an unusual move as most companies with extra capital will either invest into U.S. treasuries or corporate bonds, according to the Wall Street Journal. Now heading into our second story of the day, have you ever worked for a company that accidentally paid $900 million to a client? Well, if any of our listeners work at Citigroup, I'm sure you know exactly how that must feel right now. Citigroup, which is one of the largest banks in the world, was working with cosmetic company Revlon and helping them restructure their corporate loans when executives unknowingly approved a $900 million payment to Revlon's lenders. Now, some of these lenders returned the capital, while other firms such as Brigade Capital Management have refused to give back the $170 million they received, claiming that they were entitled to the capital and do not acknowledge the payment as a mistake. According to Bloomberg, Citigroup has found itself battling the hedge fund in court while also having to answer to regulators such as the Federal Reserve about how it mistakenly misdirected so much money. Now, I'm sure the news was a big shock for all major banks out there, but J.P. Morgan has also found itself in the headlines after it was discovered that they will have twice as many investment bankers return to the office. According to the Wall Street Journal, both New York and London will have 50% of their dealmakers be in the office at any given day. It seems like Jamie Dimon has been paying attention to Netflix's co-CEO, Reed Hastings, and his recent comments about how unproductive remote work truly is. According to Hastings, there is no positive to working remotely and that he plans to have employees return to the office as soon as possible. Now for our fourth story of the day, Anheuser-Busch is working on finding a new CEO to replace Carlos Brito. Brito has been at the helm for 16 years and has played a pivotal role in turning the brewer into a global giant, which now includes Budweiser, Stella Artois, and Corona. Experts believe that the clear choice for the position is Mikel Dukaris, who leads the North American division for the company. Overall, the timing makes sense for the shift given the company's emphasis on internal growth rather than expanding through acquisitions. Now for our last story of the day, President Trump made a surprising public attack yesterday against U.S. military leadership. The commander-in-chief claimed that all the top people in the Pentagon want to do is fight wars so they can essentially help defense manufacturing companies raise their profits. As you can imagine, things have been pretty intense between the president and Pentagon leadership, and reports have stated that Mr. Trump does plan to replace Defense Secretary Mark Esper in the near future. Anyhow, folks, that's all we've got for you today. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we will catch you bright and early Wednesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.